0: Live from the MMB Radio Studios. It's mixed fence to be here live for the MMB Radio Podcast where no topic is too big or too small. And right now on the phone lines I have a woman who you may have known from the Golf Channel doing morning drive. She's now working for Fox as part of their USGA coverage. She's been named one of the most beautiful women in all of golf. Welcome into the phone lines right now, Miss Holly Saunders. Holly, how are you?
1: Hi, Mix Master B. How you doing? I've been wanting to come on for a long time. Thanks for having me.
0: Not a problem. And before we get started, it has to be worth noting, today is your birthday, right?
1: Oh, oh, oh uh, Wikipedia or whatever, they have it yeah. wrong. Actually, it's April 3rd. but hey, I, April I know where 3rd. you're looking, and, <laughs> and they do have it as March 3rd. So you did your due diligence, and you did uh, do your research, but I'm, I'm April 3rd. They, they have it wrong. It's not your <laughs> fault. But thank
0: you. <laughs> well, happy early birthday to you, then. Thank you. They're, they're sending me notes, and they're like, did you know today's her birthday? And she's willing to come on the podcast on her birthday? And I'm like.
1: I will come on the show any day. Even if it's my birthday, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is.
0: I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but, you know, when I got pulled like that, when I can have Holly Sanders <laughs> on the show on her birthday. Um, so, as I mentioned, though, uh, you started off on the Golf Channel, and you were doing yeah. Morning Drive, and now you're working for Fox, and you're doing the, uh, the USGA coverage of uh, the Fox broadcast. What, uh, what was it like working now for Fox and, and previously working with Golf Channel now doing Fox? What's that experience like?
1: Yeah, Fox has been has been awesome, especially with the addition of the NFL sidelines, which I do every fall now. So that was that was really the reason to make the switch from Golf Channel over to Fox. And uh, everybody wants to grow and they want to broaden their horizons. And, and I always have been a fan of professional football who isn't in America. So um, especially you, I'm sure in Philly. Um, we'll we'll get to that in just a minute, but, um, it's been really exciting for me. We have a lot to work out as far as the the broadcasts go for the U.S. Open. You can't just, you know, wake up and and have everything perfect at a U.S. Open. It's basically the Super Bowl of golf. We all met each other three times, I believe, before we we got on that big stage and did it. So, obviously, everybody uh, has improvements to make, and we're really excited about it.
0: Now, golf, in in general, is a sport that, um it's 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 grown popularity over the years you know yeah. especially with like the, the whole tiger woods movement and you bring in a lot of younger audience and you've been labeled one of the most beautiful women in golf and mm-hmm. uh, we talked off air and i said why why are we stopping at golf I'm like one of the most beautiful women in the <laughs> ping pong and you know what i mean and, <laughs> and, and, and you name a sport life in general um do, you, do you, Thank you? How do you? How do you embrace that title? Is that something that you embrace, or is that something you're kind of like? Uh, it, it's flattering, but I don't want to be known for just being, you know, eye candy for golf.
1: No, I embrace it because it doesn't matter what you look like. You need to know what you're talking about to survive in this business and to stay at the level that I'm at. So, number one, you got to know your stuff, and you have to be comfortable with it. and You have to do your research, and you have to work really, really hard. It doesn't matter what you look like. I know TV is is. Aesthetic, and that's part of it, but that's second to me. So, just to have the honor of being named the most beautiful anything is a huge, huge honor for me. And this is the third year, I think, that, that they, um, they golf.com named me that as part of Sports Illustrated. So, uh, it's just an honor for me because I know someday I'm not going to get the call and they're not going to want me to be a part of it. And I'm just enjoying it while I can. So, um, no, I, I'm totally comfortable with it. The people are wonderful, and, and, um, I think it's really great for the world of golf. It doesn't have to be just all Argyle sweaters. And, you know, knickers and stuff like that. Golf can be cool. Golf can be hot. Golf can be fun. And that's what we're trying to do. Millions of people each year are quitting the game and going away from it. We need to bring younger people back.
0: Now, Fox is jumping into the golf scene and they've um, I mean, you think of Fox sports and you think of like NFL, Major League Baseball. You don't think of golf. What is what is Fox doing to kind of separate themselves from your traditional golf broadcast?
1: We tried a bunch of stuff. Like I said, last year it was the first year. Uh, Joe Buck is our main guy. He's our host. He's a pro. He's the best. Um, Greg Norman was our lead analyst. And since then we have um, switched hands a little bit. Paul Asinger is now in Greg's spot. We made a little switch up this year. Um, just getting people in there who know the game, who love the game of golf, and our technology is second to none. Like last year we had at the U.S. Open had microphones in all of the golf holes so you can actually hear the ball dropping in. We want you to feel like you're there, like you're standing in the fairway. So we tried out a bunch of different camera styles. Some worked, some didn't, but that's what we keep working on, to bring you an experience like you really are there.
0: Now, this past weekend we had the, the Honda Classic, and yeah. uh, Adam Scott won, and a lot of people are saying now that he's got all the momentum going into the Masters. Um, who do you think has the momentum going into the Masters, and what are your predictions going forward for that? I
1: think it's a little too early to tell. I mean, you have to be peaking at the right time, still so what, four or five weeks away? Uh, Adam Scott has won the Masters before, so definitely he's one of the favorites if he's playing well. He has a great game for that. Uh, Jordan Spieth, obviously, is one of the strongest players, is the strongest player on the planet, and he's been playing well so far in 2016, so I would say Jordan Spieth again. He's really tough to beat right now. Jordan Spieth is really, really tough to beat right now.
0: Now, um, you had a successful career in college, Michigan State doing college. Yeah. Um, what made you want to go into doing the, the, the reporting and broadcasting aspect of it and rather than getting into um, a pro career?
1: I had knee surgery my sophomore year. I actually won the Big Ten Championship, and I was just never really the same after that. and I knew that I didn't have a chance to make it professionally. I saw a lot of my teammates struggle on the Symmetra Tour and Tour leading up to the LPGA, and living out of their cars, you know, and then they're 28, and they go, what am I doing now? So I was like, that, don't, I, that can't be me. So I decided to do the next best thing, next to playing, and that's talking about it for a living, and I love it. I love it.
0: Now, you mentioned you had the knee surgery, and obviously you have to be in physical shape for this. People think, oh, golf, anybody can go out and play golf. But it's sure. really, it does take a lot of training. Like, how much training does it take for, the you know, the average pro to really be somewhat successful at golf.
1: Oh, it's their whole lives. It's their whole lives. That's why you see them. Girlfriends come and go. And many, many wives on the PGA tour actually just travel along with the guys because it's not just a single game. It's you're there Monday to Monday. It's competition Thursday, 18 holes, and also Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it takes up your entire week. These guys are on the road a lot. They're playing overseas on the European tour as well. So, it's, it's your entire life. Like Greg Norman once told me, everything comes second. If you want to be number one in the world, everything comes second. And you would practice ten hours a day. And, and Tiger Woods, same thing. I mean, you see it. It just becomes your entire life, like any other pro athlete.
0: Now, Tiger Woods obviously has, you know, been having a bunch of nagging injuries, and everybody sure. seems to have an opinion on Tiger Woods. What, what, in your heart of hearts, in in your own personal opinion, where do you where do you think Tiger stands right now? Is like, are we going to ever see? The old Tiger, or is it just kind of like, at this point, we're just kind of wasting our time? I don't know. Wondering. I really
1: don't know. I, I wish I could tell you. And I I hope that he comes back, because Tiger is golf. I was reading um, the Honda Classic this past weekend. The guy who's running it was saying, um, you know, and I nothing, nothing compares to Tiger, to the big cat. He called him the big cat. We can have the greatest drama in the world, but the ratings are still just that much better if Tiger's playing. It doesn't matter if Tiger's playing poorly or Tiger's playing well. It helps to have him around on Sundays. But if Tiger's there, it's different. It's still different, no matter what.
0: It's like they always say, you know, if, if the New York Yankees are doing well, the Major League Baseball's doing well. When the Yankees are That's not right. in the playoffs or not doing well, the product is the product. But it's always better when you have the Yankees in it. So it's always better when you have Tiger in there doing his thing.
1: And you know? when I hope he comes back. He's getting a little older. He's had his knee cut on how many times now? Back surgeries. It's not easy. His body's failing him, but. Hopefully his mind stays strong and he gets back somehow. I I would love to see him earn that 15th major, 16th, 17th, and challenge Jack. But right now, you know, we have Jordan Fleet, but we're missing a villain from the game of golf. It's a bunch of nice kids playing golf right now. And Tiger was the villain. He was polarizing, no matter what anybody says. And they wanted to know how he was doing. It's either you love him or you hate him, and you love to hate him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So we're missing that in golf right now.
0: Now, what uh, what are some of the younger players? You mentioned there's a bunch of you, you know young good kids playing the game. What what are some of the names of people that people should start looking out for, whether it be this year or you know a couple years from now?
1: Sure, uh, like Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler. Obviously, has captured the hearts of all the young kids out there. You see everybody wearing like the orange flat brimmed hats. Even you know forty year old men wearing the orange flat brimmed hats. He's really made his mark, and he's playing really well right now. Also, Adam Scott. I wouldn't count him as like a super young guy, but he's still young. He's still young. And he's still got it. So who else is there? Jordan Speed, obviously. Last year Jordan Spieth made three thousand five hundred dollars every single swing that he took. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was it was crazy. I'm in it was the like wrong fifteen thousand dollars per hole that he played. It was crazy, it sounds crazy. Um but he had a great year. Great year last year. So definitely Jordan Speed.
0: Now you also mentioned that you're doing NFL sidelines now. Yes. Um what was that experience like? I mean, going from golf, I mean, obviously you know your stuff when it comes to golf. Um, how, uh, in tuned are you to NFL football? Are you really in depth for it or or, are you just like a casual fan? Oh, I've
1: been a fan forever. So it was more just uh, working with Mike Pereira, learning the rules, making sure that, you know, nobody knows what a catch is. Right. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's, it's you have to take, what is it? A
0: football, what is it? Where they, what a football motion or something like, I'm like, what is a football? motion? Crazy. You
1: know, um, But yeah, so it's it's really just learning the game better, and my job is to keep an eye on things that people that the guys in the booth cannot see. So it's really injuries and anything I see on the field. So it's really different from being in a studio, which is what I've always done, been uh, doing a studio show, reading a teleprompter. Um, But now I'm out in the elements. Like my last game was in Seattle, and it was 40 degrees and freezing rain the entire time. But it's it's very different. It's very it, different, but I like it a lot. And nothing compares to the NFL in America. I'm sorry, you know. It yeah, just well, is what it is.
0: Seattle is definitely not Pebble Beach. Um, especially it is not <laughs> in the middle
1: of the season. Um, but you got to do it. That stadium is so loud. It's so awesome. And NFL, the fans make the game. I mean, the fans are so into it. Just for those two three hours, it's the coolest thing in the world to happen.
0: Now you obviously working for Fox and being uh, part of the media. You're supposed to be unbiased, but do you have a rooting interest in football? You said you always love it. Is there a team that you, you were always a fan of? Oh, but of?
1: I moved to Florida. I kind of adopted the Dolphins, but they got to get it together. I they mean, got, they got some work to do. But no, I'm not too biased. I grew up in Ohio. Um, the Bengals and the Browns weren't, weren't any good when I was growing up, so I never really developed any like team bias. But what about you?
0: Well, it, it's tough Google here. Fan? I mean, I, I'm actually, it's, it's crazy you say that. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I'm in the really? Philadelphia area. So you can imagine what my life is like every day. Oh yeah. Dealing with Eagle fans and uh Oh you know, yeah. Just talk radio is just crazy here. You know, we signing Sam Bradford they just signed. Um so it's a you know a huge deal here for them sure. to uh finally uh I guess get a quarterback in place, whether, you know whoever you it to. is.
1: That's the decision revolves around. So the it, quarterback
0: you're it, So it's difficult up here being a a Cowboys fan. Um but, you know, all in all, you know, uh, Dallas is, is Dallas, you know. <laughs> right. It is a soap opera. And, uh, and that coach
1: is good, too. The coach is really good.
0: And, and, you know, I tell people all the time, they say to me, and they're like, oh, oh, you're a front runner. You're a Cowboys fan because you're a front runner. If I was a <laughs> front runner, I'd be a Patriots fan, you know. That's right. And, 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 That's right. My, 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 um, my complaint with Eagle fans who always uh, throw that in my face is like, oh, you're a front runner, and we don't want to hear about your old Super Bowls. I'm still trying to find a happy medium. I can't talk about my old Super Bowls, but yet I can't be the front runner. Like we're, we're, That's funny. I, I don't really know that mediocrity level that most of the Eagle fans are <laughs> used to. But you know. I
1: was at the game in Philly. I was actually uh, shadowing Aaron Andrews uh, before my first game when Tony Romo got hurt. Yeah, so that,
0: was, that was not a happy sight for me. That
1: was not a happy day for you <laughs> in your household.
0: So uh, you're doing all these broadcasts on the sidelines. Um, what is what is the biggest challenge so far? Is it just trying to keep up with everybody and or just
1: and just figuring out exactly what my role is? like I said, I've always been in the studio and they always bring guests to us, and it's very sterile and there's no weather and I'm just trying to figure it out like as mm-hmm. soon as something happens, I got to be on it, and it's just who to talk to who to who to get my information from because it's all new people. I know everybody in golf, you know what I mean and and you created your contacts already and you have credibility there. And this is all new, but you can't stay stagnant. You always in everything in life, you got to push yourself. You got to do something different. I'm not going. To, I wasn't just going to be sitting at Golf Channel for the next thirty years of my life. Although that would have been easy, I would have looked back on it and said, "Why didn't you try something new? You had this great opportunity. Go do something new."
0: Now, what is uh, a typical day for you like, uh, whether you're doing uh, golf broadcasting or NFL? Like, kind of take a through the daily different. routine.
1: My daily routine, right now I have a couple months off just because it's not either one of my seasons. So when it is my season, golf will be, we come in on a Tuesday and we usually talk with the players, do everything Wednesday, then the round starts Thursday and the championship starts Thursday until Sunday, fly out Monday and do it again the next week. But football, we usually get in on Thursday night or Friday morning, meet with the home team, watch practice, and then the visiting team gets there on Saturday, meet with them, prepare everything, and then... It's it's go time on Sunday, so football games are usually and football games obviously are two hours long. Golf events are four days long. <laughs> it is a slight <laughs> so difference. It's very there. different. Very different. <laughs> the preparation is different, and uh, it's just very. It's all different. And, go- and golf is very quiet. Football is very loud. So it's been a really cool transition for me. But oh. when I used to do the, the the crazy schedule, nothing is too impressive about these. These are just, you know, you show up and do the game. But before, when I was doing the morning show, I would wake up at 3 a.m.
0: I'm just going Six to bed at that time.
1: <laughs> that, was not, that was not that fun. For four years, I woke up at 3 a.m. And got in, got makeup, had our morning meeting, and then was on the air by 7 a.m. So I don't now, miss that. But...
0: Now, you mentioned golf. These tournaments can go over four days. Um, what does golf have to do in general to bring in a younger audience? Because there is so much difference i mean the, the young fan likes the nfl they like the nba they like right. the fast pace loud stuff and then you're going totally opposite here with golf, where you said longer quieter yeah what, what does golf have to do to kind of bring in that younger audience
1: it's hard it's really hard that's what we're trying to do and the usga has a bunch of initiatives you know getting families out there to all play together but the problem right now is that people don't have a lot of disposable income and golf is expensive uh, to buy clubs and to go play 18 holes with everybody. So there's a lot of, you know, go to your local public course, play after 5 p.m. It's, it's very cheap. You know, it's 20 bucks, 20 bucks for you and your kids to go play. Just get people out there. And Tiger really, really helped with that. Tiger really brought a lot of eyes to the game. He made it cool. And now that he's gone, it's it's an obstacle. It, it is what it is. And um, it's a great sport for girls. It's a great sport for girls. Girls can't play football. Um, there's a lot of scholarships that go unused every single year as far as uh, Division One females go. So get your girls out there, absolutely.
0: So you mentioned this is your off-season right now. When's the next time we can uh, expect to see you on Fox Sports I think Television?
1: We have, um, the first USGA event is the end of May, but the first real big one that, that everybody is, is going to have their eyes on is in June, and that's at Oakmont, and it's the U.S. Open. So we moved from, uh, it was at Chambers Bay last year, the Lynx-style golf course, which none of the players really enjoyed, to back to a traditional golf course, Arnold Palmer's golf course at Oakmont. So um, that's I think that's second week of June, third week of June. so, And then a full summer of the Senior Open, Women's Open, all that, all that good stuff.
0: I'm still trying to master getting the golf ball through to clown's mouth on the mini golf course. <laughs> So
1: Don't underestimate that. That's way more difficult than people give that credit for. And it really just,
0: is. Yeah. People don't realize that it's, it's all about timing. And in the wind, you got to make sure that, <laughs> that his mouth is not coming down. Happy Gilmore did
1: it. Helped him win the gold jacket or whatever. So gold jacket, green jacket, whatever.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, totally. I mean, that that's totally how I would be playing golf. I'd be out there with probably, like, you know, a Flyers jersey on and, you know, just swinging, <laughs> knocking out Bob Barker, you know. And, oh, yeah. That's my favorite movie. I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> so, so what I never are, get to that you say that's your favorite movie. Like what are some of your favorite things? Like kind of give us in depth of who you are more than just like I said this beautiful face who knows golf. Do you do you have any other interests like hobbies other than golf? Uh, all
1: sports. I love sports. I'm just ever since I was a little girl, all sports, sports rule. Um I don't particularly, people are like, what do you like to read? And I'm honest about it, I don't really read. I watch TV a lot when it comes to sports. I love watching movies, different movies. Um, My husband always says the greatest thing about um, being married to someone younger is that he can watch all his favorite movies again, and I've never seen them. (laughs) (laughs) Watching a bunch of 80s movies. When was The Breakfast Club made? Is that in the 80s? Yes, that that, was 80s. so you're oh, watching like
0: Pretty in Pink and like The Breakfast like Club, that. and like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you know, watching Teen Wolf last and uh, night, all these what other movie great was things. It last
1: night, last night was a Richard Gere movie. So yeah.
0: <laughs> now what Story is uh, that? You, you say you watch a lot of TV. Is there any TV shows that you're watching right now that you're kind of like hooked on? I love on? Ray
1: Donovan. Getting ready for that to come back. Have you ever seen Banshee? I have not. It's really good. It's on Cinemax. That's excellent. House of Cards. Okay. I Do you watch anything?
0: I, sports. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, I tell much, people I'm like sports,
1: the Sports Center.
0: You know what I mean? It's just it's on all the time. Um, that, that's your it, job. Yeah, it, you know it's it's what I like. You know, like watching. Um, a lot of people didn't tell me the new show Vinyl. I, I don't know if you've heard I haven't of that. seen that. What's I that heard, about? I, I'm not even sure what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> but people keep mentioning vinyl. It sounds and like, like,
1: like something music-based. Yeah, I I that's what know. I'm thinking, I you know.
0: I, I feel so out of touch when people talk about um, TV shows. I'm like, I could talk about anything with sports, but as soon as you mention TV shows, like I'm watching the Oscars, and I'm like, I may have seen three of these movies. Did you watch mentioned. the Oscars?
1: You watched
0: it all the way through? I did. I, well, I watched all the way up until they, they screwed Sly, out of his award sly so should have won for creed you're angry you know you know being you know in the philly area and rocky and creed and that was one of the three movies that i saw
1: um right i <laughs> uh, watched spotlight after after it won best picture uh-huh. and it just kind of it kind of dragged on just kind of eh. and then i watched room which is a total beat down like not not very very sad very sad
0: well, like I said, I I've probably seen three of the movies that they mentioned. I've heard a lot of right. them. Right, I didn't
1: was, see The Revenant. I should see that, but I didn't see it. I like what? comedies.
0: What? I, yeah, me too. When I saw the the trailer and the previews for Revenant, I was like, um, "This is really <laughs> he's getting chased by a bear. Like, what is? I what's know. the point of this movie? And, it's going
1: to uh, be a beatdown for three hours or whatever it is. I yeah, know.
0: exactly. And then like, and then the next thing I see is getting all these nominations and you know critically acclaimed, and I'm like. What is, what is wrong with people? He's being chased by a bear, you know? Well, so. I get it.
1: I mean, I guess the, the acting was great, and the scenery was unbelievable, and the directing was fantastic. So, and that all goes into it at the Oscars. But, and then Mad Max. I never saw Mad Max, theory, any of the Mad Maxes.
0: Yeah, I've never, I haven't seen any of them. I did see Deadpool recently, but that's probably not Oscar-worthy. Deadpool is hilarious if you have not seen it.
1: I love Ryan Reynolds.
0: Uh, it's it's awesome. I was like I was, I definitely like formed like a like a man crush on Ryan Reynolds after that. I was just like he's
1: so what? funny as me. It
0: was like if he's Deadpool twenty four seven, I am such a Ryan Reynolds groupie then. <laughs> but it, it's they, definitely-
1: I was in L A. and they were pushing. It was on every billboard. Like they got a ton of publicity. I mean it did great at the box office. I guess.
0: Yeah, I, did. I I, I saw they got a, a billboard. that had like emojis or something, like telling you what it, what it was. So they're definitely uh, doing some new things with that. So it was, it was really cool. So if you haven't seen Deadpool, see Deadpool. Um,
1: so, okay, that's good. I want to see the Big Short too, but I love comedies. Like there I mean, needs like there can't be enough like scary movie one, two, and three. Like there can't uh-huh. there just can't be enough. There, I love slapstick stuff like that.
0: Well, I I can tell you, I I, I have to take back my statement. I've seen more than three movies because I went and saw Back to the Future on Back to the Future Day. They had the the trilogy where you could, like, watch all three movies in a row. So I sat sat there for, like, a good eight hours watching part one, part two, and part three. So if you're counting that as three, then I've seen maybe six movies.
1: You said they were consecutive?
0: Yeah, they give you like 15-minute breaks in between each movie. So, um, you know, you can go you can use the restroom, get another refill on your popcorn, and, yeah, watch it all over again. But it, it's, it's different because, like you, I mean, we're probably around the same age, so you're saying how you see a lot of these movies. I'll tell you how s- old I am. How old are
1: you? I'm 34. I'm 28,
0: so watch your step. Okay. <laughs> well, all I'm <laughs> say is we're, we're not that far off. No, no, no,
1: we're not. We're, not. we're the same era.
0: Yeah, so like we, we kind of, you know, that 80s, 90s era. And I never got to see Back to the Future in the movie theaters. Like I always kind of remember seeing it, you know, right. on VHS. It was kind of cool to, to go back and see it now on the big screen for the first time and actually know what you're watching, not being a child and you're like, Ugh, you know, I'm just here eating candy and popcorn. Um, okay, I get it. All right, I'll
1: give you that. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of cool. You're right. I love I how we just, we've gone back. from
0: golf to movies.
1: Well, listen, listen, listen. I had a co-host that who was like heavy sad and really didn't care about his health. And his wife bought him the endless popcorn bucket for their anniversary, so he would just bring the large popcorn bucket from home, <laughs> clean it out every time, and go and refill it, and it would be free. It's like a deal that she struck with the uh, with the whatever folks at the theater. How cool is that? <laughs> that, uh, that
0: might entice me to see seven movies. I might be able to do that. I could, I could probably, you know, I'm gonna die of cardiac arrest. While watching you know the the replays of old movies I missed when I was a child, right <laughs> well, that's the cool thing is now a lot of these movie theaters are bringing back a lot of these old movies for like one day only you get to see some of these classic movies, so
1: I have seen that. I guess I just feel like I would rent it or go to netflix i don't I don't know. I still keep looking for blockbusters because I don't understand how all of this works on the internet, yet, so I have other people help me like set it up. But I still keep looking for, like, movie stores, but they're all gone, apparently. I think there's, like, five or ten blockbusters left in America. I Googled it one time. There's, like, a couple <laughs> left in America. You can still go find them. But they're a novelty
0: now. Yeah, Siri, how many blockbuster videos are left? You know, and it tells you. There are five.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, that's some kind of trivia.
0: <laughs> so, well, no, you mentioned you're, you're only 28. I mean, you have to start feeling older now when you're like, I don't understand I do. all this technology. with streaming for that. And-
1: <laughs> if I need I'm, help with my iPad, I just ask like, yeah, I'd ask some ten year old. They'll tell you all about it.
0: Exactly. They know everything. That's going it's on. scary that they 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 could probably set off nukes or something, and we're we're like, I don't even know where a bunker is, you know, the shelter.
1: <laughs> well, the world was better though without cell phones. I believe. Well, that's... everybody <laughs> couldn't keep track of each other. I I think it was better. I would like for everybody to live for a day without mm-hmm. cell phones to see what happens meet me back here at 3 p.m. or
0: i'm leaving like that's how it works yeah well you know it's funny i was just thinking about that recently because i used to have a pen pal when i was like in grade school and we had to pick a pen pal and i don't know how they established a connection i used to have a pen pal in australia and i found like (coughs) like some kind of like item or like little gift that he sent me from australia and i can remember Back then, they didn't get, like, uh, NBA trading cards in Australia or something. It was, like, really weird. Like, they they did, (laughs) but it was, like, they got them, like, four years later. They got, like, hand-me-down trading cards or something. (laughs) And he always requests. He's you?" excited. Yeah, he's like, can you send me some trading cards? Yeah. And it was so cool. I was like, like, the whole pen pal thing is, like, stupid now because I can send you a tweet or a Snapchat and you instantly have it. It's just, like.
1: Facebook me, and there's a photo, right?
0: Yeah, it's like, where's the gratitude and excitement of feeling like, oh, I'm going to put this letter in the mail, and in two weeks I'm going to get a reply, and I can't wait.
1: Now it's like. Oh, do you keep checking your mailbox? Yeah. On oh, did, it show, up? Oh, did it show up? Absolutely. I still it's check untrowing. it from
0: now, from day to day. You know, I'm still waiting for some air mail from Australia, and it just hasn't Nothing happened.
1: good comes in the mail anymore. Nothing yeah. good comes
0: in the mail. Like, I, I hate my mail. It's all bills. <laughs> bills all or subpoenas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> duty notices. Like, I forget it. Nothing so, good. And, then like, who sends, my mother sends a card on, uh-huh. you know, Valentine's Day or whatever, but that's the only person that sends me a card. There's nothing good.
0: My mother is going to hate me for this one, but <clears throat> she <laughs> mailed out a Christmas card to our neighbor who happens to live next to her, lives next to her, is, like, 10 feet away from her house. And she's mailing a Christmas card to her neighbor. And I'm like, why are you mailing him a Christmas? Hey, card? it matters. <laughs> She's like that's what she goes. It's it matters. She goes. Wouldn't you be happy if you got a Christmas card in the mail? And See? I'm like, she gets. I, it. I'll save you the forty some cents for a stamp. I'll walk it over there for you. You know. No,
1: take- it's more about it being delivered and it gets exciting. I don't know. I, I, I get it. I get it. What's your mom's name?
0: Uh, her name is Debbie. Oh, I
1: like her. I like her. I like her, <laughs> her style. She's trying to make people feel special around the holidays. I like her
0: now we mentioned social media and everything is instant gratification um how active are you on social media
1: i should be more active i just i it's hard for me to document like every single day i can't imagine anybody thinking that what i'm doing is interesting but i I keep forgetting that people just want to see like where you're having dinner or what you're doing and i just can't imagine anybody thinking anything i do is interesting but i need to just document more and take more pictures and yes, i just never have good. makeup on if i'm not on tv and i just look <laughs> so awful and i'm just not that interesting so i just guess i couldn't see why anybody would be interested but i need to do more
0: i'm sure people Especially, are very interested in seeing more photos of you
1: <laughs> i can't imagine why honestly but god you're so humbling I'm i
0: appreciate up. that about you you're you're so humble i'm normal uh... i'm
1: pretty normal <laughs> i mean i'm weird but i'm I'm grounded.
0: Now, where, where can people find you at on social media for those who want to uh, stalk you and look
1: at photos <laughs> of you now? I am at Holly Saunders, okay. And then Instagram, I think, is holly.saunders. Okay. So I kept it pretty simple. But I hope everybody is having a good day. I hope everybody is laughing in our conversation. And um, thank you for finally having me on. It Not a problem. We went back and forth. So thank you. Anytime you need anything, especially around U.S. Open time, let's talk again.
0: Definitely. We'll definitely have you call in. And, uh, again, happy early birthday to you and Wikipedia get get your stuff together. Trying to make, I will,
1: I'll get the party started early. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Making her a month older than she is. That's not cool. Wikipedia.
1: So we're old once, once it's over 25, just,
0: you stop counting. I know.
1: It's all over the hill. So I know. Well, again.
0: we appreciate you coming on. And we look to see and hear from you a lot more on Fox sports and, uh, Some great things coming real soon to Fox Sports and Golf World.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will talk to you very soon. Thanks again for having me on. Not a problem. Take care. Okay, talk to you later. Hi, I'm Holly Saunders. You're listening to Mix Master B on MMB Radio.